Her eyelids were heavy as she stared at the lamp across the room, which cast shadows over the computer and the picture on the wall of her and Eric. It had been taken just after she found out she was pregnant with Charlie, and he was holding Rachel, who had been just over a year old. They had been happy then, full of life, just before he was deployed again. The star-shaped ticking clock beside the photo on the wall drew her attention. It was midnight, and she listened to the sounds of the night. The wind had picked up, and now the bare trees, having shed all their late fall leaves, brushed the side of the house. She looked, staring into the shadows, squinting, jumping at each rustle and knock against the house. Her heart pounded and her eyes burned, and she had to fight to stay awake. Her head would droop, and then she'd jerk awake again, the muscles in her neck pinching. She rested her elbow on the arm of the chair and just watched. She could feel the cold air in her lungs as she breathed, see her breath in the night air like a cloud in front of her. Footsteps came from behind her. She could hear someone walking on the darkened, quiet street. It was a feeling she couldn't shake, of being watched that had her skin crawling in fear tightening in her stomach until it hurt. She squeezed her fists, jammed in her wool coat pockets, and took in the small windows in the stone building beside her. There were cars and lights ahead, and she felt uneasy, afraid. Something evil and dark was behind her. She felt as if her body was slowing as she tried to run, but her legs were stuck as if they'd been weighed down and the ground softened beneath her. She couldn't move, and she tried to scream, but nothing came out. And then she smelled that familiar scent, the sweet perfume, then his pungent body odor. She gagged before when he was on top of her, and she remembered the horror. She'd do anything to keep him away from her, from touching her again. It was that smell, that scent, that stoked the fight-or-flight instinct inside of her. She had to get away, but her body wouldn't cooperate, and she felt smothered, caught. She struggled to breathe as if his weight was on her again, the darkest man, whom she thought she'd never see again, and he raised his hand to hit her. It was slow motion, coming, and something slammed into the side of her face, and it stung. She blinked because she was somewhere else, staring at the door in her dimly lit living room, the only light shining in from the kitchen, and it took her a minute to understand she was on the floor, the blanket tangled around her. She jumped up, kicking her legs out from the blanket, her heart racing, and jammed her fingers in her long blonde hair as she turned in a circle and knew the threat was real. The lamp on the floor was shattered. The coffee table kicked over, papers and books scattered. The yellow curtain fluttered, and she stared at the front door. But the chain was still on, and the deadbolt locked. She walked toward it and watched her trembling hand slide the chain off the door. The same hand turned the lock and opened it as a gust of icy wind swept in. It was black outside, but the streetlights were on. She could go, get away, escape. This time she wouldn't be caught. She needed to hurry. She didn't know where he was, but she needed to go now. So she stepped outside into the shadows and started walking.